to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Yes, everyone, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I am your host, Dr. Pat Baselli, uh, and I'm here with my super duper producer, Benny Mathers. Hola. Hola. <laughs> How are you today? I'm good. It's Mr. Friday. New York Fire Department man. Thank you very much. I support the boys on the East Coast. I know. I see that Proudly. Trip. And believe me, they're, they're uh, scorching today. It's are they? so hot out there. Did mm-hmm. you segue that on purpose? Mm-hmm. Scorching, scorching Fire Department. Fire, get it? Did you get that? Oh, I got it right away. Mm-hmm. I'm Boy, on top of it. I, I don't know. I'm like, what, have, what, have, what, have I, what have I had to drink today? What have you created? What have I created? What have I created? Well, I'm excited about a number of different things. A couple of things. First off, did you hear about Sha- Shaquille O'Neal? No. And the reality show he's doing oh, with... No. Uh, well, who's taller than me? Mm-mm. Who's bigger than no. me? <laughs> yeah, well, it's kind of who's bigger who's than me. Who's got more money than me? Mm. <laughs> he likes to spend it, I'll tell you that. Well, he's doing something that's, I think, uh, really super important. Oh, okay. Yeah, what he's doing is the reality show is going to be about obese children. Really? Yes. Huh. And so, Good for him. Mm-hmm. And so he's got these uh, young people that he's kind of working with. Mm-hmm. Um, to help them lose weight wow. and to teach them about behavioral change. Uh huh. And uh, you know important. how I feel about that. Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 And, and and I, you know, a lot of. Uh, Where'd you read up on this? Just online somewhere? Uh, but who knows what magazine that I look at? Oh, that it was I in a magazine. Okay. Oh, yeah. Maybe online or I'm not sure. I was sure just going to look up see if there's any, you know, like. Oh, I'm uh, sure. I'm sure that you cross promotional type stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're actually seeing if we can have a chat with him. Mm-hmm. Um, because that'd be cool. Can we get him in the studio, like right here, right now? You know, Benny, that'd you, be so cool. If you, you know, if you believe in it, you, oh, can, yeah. you can actually get it. Make it happen. You can actually make things happen. But there are a couple of things that we're talking about today, which are very important to me as well. One of them is, uh, well, let me give you a background. We're going to be talking with Joanne Bennett uh, Boltinghouse, who has written the book Yolanda Baby. And the book is Yolanda Baby. When you when you get that cover, you think, what is this book about? And then you read the subtitle, and it says, A, a Pooch Finds Her Purpose. And so what I love about these books, and this book is an, an, an adventure in self-esteem. What I love about these, Benny, is that we were talking, and we've been talking about, of course, winners and losers on this show and a lot of times we we let our listeners know there are no losers that everyone is a winner we are no there are no losers everyone is a winner and that uh people go through life and sometimes you get a thumbs up and sometimes you get a thumbs down and we never really know what that is about except for the fact that you have to hold that you have a purpose in life and that that purpose in life is going to be revealed to you. And so I was reading this book, Yolanda Baby, and as I was reading it, I wasn't really sure what to expect. But with someone who has faced, I know I'm going to say the word, but you, you can put it in perspective, someone that has faced rejection at various p- times in my life, 
there is a blessing in every decision that has been made uh, around my life and my life's purpose. So I'm reading this book, Benny, this morning, mm-hmm. right? And not while you were I'm driving. Just, well, this was this morning no, before no. you came in. No, this is okay. this was my reading time. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm reading the book, and and of course you know how I feel about dogs as well. So I'm reading the book, and I'm I'm starting to cry. I'm starting to cry over the book, and because I hadn't gotten to the ending of the book, but I'm just like, wow, you know, here is this amazing creature doing the best that uh, best that she can, and it's just not good enough. And somehow I related to that in a very, very deep and personal way because, as you know, many of us get to that place where we do the best we can. And at some level, there's some external force that comes in that would have us believe that we just haven't done good enough, that we're not good enough. And so it's like it reminds me of, uh, you know, a boxing analogy where people throw their, their towel into the ring, in a sense, to give up. And so today's show is beyond the book. We're going to talk about self-esteem. We're, we're going to talk about what it means to know your purpose, what it means to, uh, to really look at your life and understand that there is a purpose far beyond what you might imagine, even when you're in the thick of it, you know, when you're in the thick of being, quote, in that place of feeling rejected. Now, I've used that word a number of times, and, and I use that with my best friend Linda this morning, again, who is on the East Coast and close to 100 degrees out there already. Already? Mm-hmm. Amazing. And she said to me, she said, don't use that word rejection. Mm-hmm. Don't use that word. That's a strong word. And I said, okay, well, I have a guest coming into the studio today that has written a book, and Joanne is going to help us understand what the word rejection means what the the idea of self-esteem means because even today today still on the radio what are people still talking about i dare ask what i'm gonna go with american idol oh totally okay and what do you think they're talking about ratings they're talking about the they're talking about the number of votes Mm -hmm. they're talking about how close it was and the fact that melinda was still not there I've never, I mean, this is kind of an interesting conversation. And I wonder, and I'm going to ask Joanne about this, I wonder if it's sort of an an empathy for this woman who, on the surface, a lot of people felt was the best, deserved it, loved her humility, loved it, and then all of a sudden was not there. And so it's an interesting dynamic to see people plug in. Now, that doesn't really help if you voted for the other two people. Right. Because, you know, those are your peeps. Of course. Right? But look at this sort of energy that's come up, including me. I mean, I, we, we've been playing back and forth with this all week about Linda. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, Benny, you're buying me lunch. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. I do remember the yeah, bet wisely. Is, yes, I yeah, do remember. That's it. She has written so American on, Idol off forever. Out of my pocket is... Out, gone forever. You take never, a check. Never, <laughs> <laughs> never watching it again. But I think there's a bigger question. You know, some people said to me, you know what, some, you know, I got some emails. Not from my listeners. But, okay. Yeah, a couple of other people. Um, producers. Other producers. Uh-oh. Other producers of the radio show. you uh. like... What are you doing talking about American Idol? And I'm like, what do you mean? What am I doing talking about American Idol? I watch American Idol. Yeah, and and it's that's your show. It. 
And it's That's your show. It. Right. Well, there are people that want you to be a certain way. Of course. And so I got a few folks now All that right. are coaching me to kind of be at the next level, whatever that is. <laughs> And so I'm, I'm like very interested in what that means. And, and when someone gives you feedback and they look at your next level, how do we get to be whole and perfect at the level that we're at right now and not let some of these external forces determine who we are, what we are, what we should be? Right. And at the same time, take the feedback as positive. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? It is. Extremely. I mean, we go through it every day. We get feedback on what we eat, what we dress, what we, you know, what we what we do in the world. And the question is, how do we absorb all of this and do this with the highest sense of self-esteem that we can? Right. That's what Joanne is going to be talking with us about. And I'm ready. I know. It's going to be a very interesting show. And then for the second hour, we're going to be talking about something that uh, I think is a serious, serious problem. Uh, and it is the abuse of the Internet. Uh, I call it abuse of the Internet. Some people say to me, no, Dr. Pat, it's not the abuse. It's no more It's it's no more of an abuse than any other way we've kind of looked at things. And what I'm talking about is uh, Sue Neufeld Ellis joining us and talking about uh, the cyber sex and uh, pornography. And as a matter of fact, uh, pornography now, Internet pornography, has been cited as one of the top reasons people get divorced. It's, it's mind-boggling to me, but it's one of the top reasons that people get divorced. And so we're going to be talking about this and what you can do about it. Because when Sue comes on, we talk about not just things that are happening, but there are things that we can learn, things that we can do. This is not something that is just coming up. You know, when we say that, we think of, oh, okay, you know, some guy perhaps sitting in front of a computer. The problem is n- not so much with that, but with our children. And the level of availability to go in and really look at some of the things that are on the Internet. And, boy, you can try to do as many blocking things as you like, but it is a tough deal, especially when the Internet is 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 something that's out there in every country. And so we're going to be talking about that, including the relationship of Internet addiction to our young people, especially kids that have been diagnosed as ADD and ADHD. So today's show, really, my, my theme for it is around self-esteem. It's around knowing who you are, being all that you can be, and knowing that what you're about is the most important thing on this planet. Let's pull a card in the spirit of that, Mr. B. Sounds like a plan. Keeps getting heavier. I know. There you go again, Benny. <laughs> I connect with my inner power and expand my ability to receive. Mm. Wow, boy, did I need this card today? I connect with my inner power and expand my ability to receive. Bring it on. It's <laughs> not what it says on the back. You ready? Working harder is not necessarily going to bring you bring prosperity to you. Abundance in your life depends on your conscious. Not it depends on your consciousness, not on a flurry of activity. First, you must go within and open your mind to receive great riches. Then, creating prosperity will be joyful and easy. I'm all about the slide and glide of life. Oh, sure, and it got away fifty-fifty on that too. Yeah, everyone can work hard, but if you have to, you have to allow it to happen too. Well, see what I'm saying? It, it ain't about the struggle, right? Exactly. It's not about the right, struggle, right? 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 Mm-hmm. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we've got a great show for you. You're going to hear about Yolanda Baby right here on the Dr. Pat Show. I'm your host, 
Dr. Pat Basili. And Mr. Benny. And real fast, I did track down Shaquille O'Neal's information on the TV reality show that he's doing. It's coming out this summer. Uh, six episodes are going to date. Uh, it's going to be filmed in Florida. He's Where, gonna, which part of Florida does it say? Uh, it says... By our Tampa show? Uh, Broward County. Oh, we we'll have to We're find gonna have out to look that up on the map there. Look that up. Exactly. Um, track down Shaquille. I know. <laughs> he's going to be one of the on-hand boosters as far as part of the episodes. He's going to encourage, you know, and use uh, it towards, you know, lobby politicians on causes, including school nutrition, of course, daily nutrition that needs to be, you know, in excess in the school, you know, area. They need to up, you know, uplift it. They need to get rid of the candy machines. Uh, that's probably, okay? yeah, it's a big push. That yeah. I think that's exactly what they're going to go for. Yeah. The other when reason- candy becomes the most cost-effective yeah. thing we put in our bodies, yeah. we're, we're in trouble. Exactly. And, of course, this is an adaptation of a British series, Ian Wright's Unfit Kids, which is a start of former soccer star. So, we're going to do our own American version and bring on Shaquille O'Neal, you know, star yes, of the Miami indeed. Heat. Yes, I'm telling you, he's going to work it. Yeah. And he's and a he father, is a and worker. He, and he's a big dad, too, because he's a father of six, no pun intended. He's a large father. He's a, he's a father of six. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's definitely going to be on his mind as well. Well, I, I I can't say enough about anything that we can do to help our young people with the uh, uh, the epidemic of obesity in right. our country. So we're going to yep. take a short break. Joanne is in the house. When we come back, we're going to have a great time. We're talking about the SC self esteem. You can say it. Say it with me. Self-esteem. 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 Got it. All right. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Took me a while, but I'm finally here. So I just want to testify make it crystal clear. Let go of past trauma, fears, and negative beliefs. Attract exactly what you want in life and release the energetic blocks and imbalances which are keeping you from living the life of your dreams. Internationally known master clairvoyant and intuitive guide Carrie O'Connor has the unique ability to read your energy field and just like a tuning fork, raise your vibrational level so that you can attract what you truly desire in life. Visit CarrieO'Connor.com for more information and for interview dates on the Dr. Pat Show. That's CarrieO'Connor.com. When it comes to massage, don't take a chance on quality. Come to the award-winning Dream Clinic. Whether you are experiencing stress, muscle aches, or need treatment for an injury, Dream Clinic's highly skilled massage therapists tailor their massage plan to meet your individual needs. Dream Clinic is located in the Ravenna neighborhood of Seattle and is open seven days a week. To learn more or schedule an appointment, visit DreamClinic.com. Or call 206-267-0863. This is your peak living tip of the day. Listen up. If you work on a computer more than one hour a day, research shows that poor posture and shallow breathing can cause the stress response leading to physical and emotional compromise. Every hour, recheck your posture and take in six deep breaths. This will help you maintain peak health. Visit crownhillchiropractic.com or drscottlynch.com. Your peak living tip of the day has been brought to you by Crown Hill Chiropractic in North Seattle and Valley Chiropractic Wellness Center in Duval. Did you know that your own stem cells are the foundation for your everyday health renewal? Did you realize that you continue to produce stem cells as an adult? Stem cells are a part of the body's defense and renewal system, along with the immune system and digestive tract. This system is responsible for the replacement of damaged cells damaged cell systems and is at the heart of the healthy body. Yet it has been discovered that many people have a compromised ability to keep producing healthy stem cells and are suffering from the symptoms of premature aging. Just visit adultstemcellnutrition.com and see what your own body can do for you. The Empowerment Partnership. Empowering the lives of thousands of people around the world just like you. 
Their mission is to empower you with an understanding of what makes you and others tick and to teach you the tools and techniques that will unlock your hidden gifts. The Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. To learn more, call 1-800-800-MIND or go to www.nlp.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive a special discount. Take control of your health and wellness with the natural and modern way. Don't just treat symptoms, eliminate the cause. Hundreds of people report improved health and wellness using Rife Frequency Technology. BioSolutions is the most effective Rife instrument we've experienced. Customer satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. For more information, call BioSolutions toll-free at 866-885-6625. That's 866-885-6625. Following the herd is fine until they lead you off a cliff. Think for yourself. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. honey right here on the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by let's hear some of the other words in that song because that's a song so appropriate for today you're so good everyone welcome back to the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by want to thank beyonce for that tune who's she singing with singing uh, walter williams senior he's one of the ojs and that's uh-huh. off of the soundtrack the fighting temptations that's indeed that was a great soundtrack I but the it. song is about being worthy the yes. song is about not letting stuff people uh kind of put you down and to know that you are absolutely magnificent to know that uh, regardless of what uh, hand you get dealt on any given day there is a way and that way will take you to the place of believing in yourself understanding what it means to stand tall and know that you at no at no point in time for me in my life is it okay to compromise sell my soul uh, for something that is in the material world. And that's a very interesting kind of thing to face here on in Radio Land. And so my guest today uh, comes to us, uh, as I would say, uh, a an advocate, a warrior around self-esteem. She is joining me today as the author of Yolanda Baby, and more importantly, as someone that understands the stories of life, that understands what it means to raise young people so that they know who they are, believe in themselves and as we grow up to be adults that we don't lose that spark that regardless of what's going on in our world we understand who we are and what we have as unlimited potential and i'm talking about my guest today joanne bennett boltinghouse who's joining us the author of yolanda baby a pooch finds her purpose Uh, joanne thank you for joining the show today my pleasure you heard us kind of chit-chat earlier, yes. um, and, and this is a really significant and important conversation for a lot of reasons. Uh, one of the things that I loved about the book, and you heard me share that I was reading the book, well, first of all, I have this closeness to our, our four-legged dogs, our animal friends, and so, and I've known people uh, that have um, adopted greyhounds as well great great and yeah and i also understand the torture and what could happen to some of these 
these animals, especially prior to the work that uh, the advocates have been right, doing. Right. So in reading this, it, it touched me at a very deep place. And yet at the same time, uh, with, especially with my psychology background, I know that there's a part of this that hits my heart from a previous life experience or a recent life experience. And so uh, I want to welcome you to the show and thank you for joining us. And, and what, what I want to ask you about is the book, the basis for the book, and why self-esteem is so important for you. Why have you become an advocate? What do we have? Three hours? <laughs> uh, that's that's um, why I knew to plan a little time here for you. Um, well, first of all, the book. I, I was an elementary teacher in one of my lives. And so I've always really had a passion for children and helping them to be all they can be and develop their self-esteem, their self-confidence, their self-perception. Uh, as I moved from elementary education and moved into the corporate world and became a, uh, had my own corporate training center and I worked with a lot of adults, I found that many adults did not reach their potential because of something that was said to them when they were young. Uh, you're not smart enough, you're not cute enough, you're not whatever. And then as I got into research, because I also have done a lot of study in the field of psychology, even though elementary education was my field, I found that most of what we perceive about ourselves is locked in by the time we're eight years old. We have been told by our peers, our parents, people of authority that we give sanction to who we are and what we're supposed to be. And I just saw that that put a ceiling on so many people mm. and after we adopted the greyhound dog we have had so many different kinds of dogs we've always been an animal family but we had sold our country property moved to town and we were between dogs our dog had died and we hadn't gotten another one well then we decided we were dog deprived and we adopted the greyhound because their house broken and they are just big couch potatoes she is just a wonderful dog so we adopted her five years ago and i got to thinking about the fact that she was only three when she was retired which is young Yes. She didn't make enough money. Yes, right. And so maybe she was teased and tormented by the other dogs and bullied and said, you're not good enough. Mm -hmm. And then maybe she had some friends who were supportive. And then she had to leave the the track and go to this dog farm. And she didn't know what that was, much like children have to go, I mean, they move to a new neighborhood, they have a new mom or a new dad, or or maybe no mom or dad, or whatever. And so, this became a story that my imagination began to fill in, and I wanted it to deal with feelings. How do you feel? You, you verbalized it earlier. How do you feel when somebody chooses you last? How do you feel when somebody calls you a name? How do you feel when you have to go to a new school and uh, you don't know anybody? You're scared. And so it's not a book about being good or bad, wrong or right. It's a book about how do you feel. And in the beginning page, I have a parent tutorial which gives parents some suggestions on questions to ask as they're reading with their children of how to get the kids talking about their feelings. Because you just don't sit down and say, well, how do you feel today? Because the kids are going to say, okay. Exactly. You know, we still I mean, do it as adults. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's hard. And I believe with all my heart that if we can get smaller children up through that age of eight or nine, to have the habit of talking to us as parents or grandparents about how they feel, 
that when they get to be 12 and 15 and 18, they'll be more receptive to talking to us about what's going on in their life. We can't just start it at 14. Well, in one of the things that you've said that is so important is to remember that some of this stuff we've 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 brought along with us from years and years and years. Right. And what I what I want to ask you about is given that we carry this stuff forward, what can we do to get reminded of the truth of who we really are? One of the things that I have when I work with, when I go into schools, I I usually read to K through second or third grade. And we talk about the, the, the dog and we talk about the feelings and depending upon the age appropriate, how deep we get into feelings. Um, and then fourth through sixth, I do a young writer's workshop, which I get them talking about journaling and I get them doing some writing exercises and expressing themselves and so forth. And in that whole, that whole thing is to get kids to realize that their feelings are important, that there's somebody that can listen to them, and then to transcend that to try to get their parents involved. And because of my work in the schools, I have had a lot of parents and teachers ask me, well, what can you do for us? And so I developed a program for parents that I do for uh, parent groups, um, a lot of private schools, Montessori and so forth, for the parent groups called 12 Steps to Growing Great Kids, mm-hmm. which is really the common sense things that we know, but sometimes we forget. And then for teachers, I do um, a slight variation of that that's focused on changing the world one student at a time. And then I do one for corporations that is for setting goals, motivation, inspiration, and why don't I get further? Mm-hmm. And so it all ties in with that whole self-esteem and self-perception because we can change it. And what I try to teach them, I have a great big red stop sign that I hold up. And I say, I want you to look at this stop sign. I want you to cement it in your mind and so all of you in the audience picture a big red stop sign and so when you hear someone say something unkind or untrue about you think stop they don't know me that's not really me and i'm not going to accept what they say for children i do the same thing but then i also want you to think about the stop sign as far as when you start giving yourself negative self-talk in other words a child misses five spelling words and they say oh i'm dumb and stupid and i say stop think to yourself that's not like me next time i will study harder and i will get them right so if you say stop that's not like me and then verbalize what you are going to do to make it different. Because we can't change it. It's harder. And, and the more adult we get and the more negative things that were said about us, you know, the more it gets locked in. And what you've said, though, is extremely important. And that is we can change it. That's right. I mean, we can change this. And for some, it, it may take a little bit more effort and work, but there are ways and tools that, like, like the one you've just described, which is phenomenal. Uh, I, I came upon that, that tool of stop a while ago, and that has been just a gift because we know what stop means. Right. And that's a message we can give to our, our, our brain, our mind, right. which allows us to really stop whatever meaning we're going to put 
to that comment because, Joanne, let me ask you, isn't it true? I mean, in the book, and I'm trying to remember exactly where I read it, but in the book, there was a point in time where uh, Yolanda realized, okay, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to run anymore. Uh-huh. And 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 then there was a conversation with the not so nice friends <laughs> <laughs> streak and lightning yeah, and exactly exactly and and at that point in time we all we all have streaks in our life we all have bullets in our life these are characters in the book but of course they're there in our lives and so the next thing that happens though especially if we you we've tried hard in the case of yolanda we we don't make it we start to apply meaning Right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, okay, I'm not, I'm last. We accept it. Mm-hmm. We accept it as that's who we are. Mm-hmm. And then it almost becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah. in that we start on a, on a spiral downward. Yeah. And, and that just keeps eroding the self-esteem and the self-perception. And, and hopefully we have a Winnie or Mac, her two friends who are right. supportive. And there's there's a lot of subtleties in the book. There, there, um, there really are. The, the color um, going from the browns and grays and blues into the bright colors yeah. as the time gets happier. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the lines that Winnie says to her about when, when they're teasing you and calling your names, and then she says, and just ignore the rest. Mm. You know, so ignore what people are saying to you. And there's one page in there that I just love, and that is... I, it took me a while to really get that the way I wanted it. But across the top are all these dogs and Yolanda's in the back. And none of them, the coloration was done. The person that did my illustrations works in the Disney uh, arena. And mm-hmm. she a lot of the characteristics and the expressions are very Disney-like. Uh-huh. And uh, so we've got all these dogs. And Yolanda's in the back. And, and she's not winning. And then the next picture, there's just a couple ahead of her. And then the very bottom one, she's there. And the last line in the rhyme is, I want to be a winner at being me. Mm-hmm. So she's emerged from this pack down to here I am. I want to be a winner at being me. And I try to reinforce with children that we don't all have to be good at the same thing. Mm-hmm. Just because we're a boy, we don't have to be captain of the football team. Mm-hmm. And just because we're a girl, we don't have to be a ballerina. Oh, we goodness can be who we were meant to be. And that kind of became my mission. And And as I look through my life with elementary education, working with adults, all the different things that I've done. Everything has kind of gelled around. My mission is to help people be better at what they do and what they are, no matter what that is. I love that, Joanne. Thank you so much. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be right back here with Joanne Bennett, Bolting House. If you've got a comment or question or want to get some help on raising your self-esteem today, Joanne is with us. one 800 930 2819-1800-930-2819. If you've got a question around your child or grandchild and would like some help with this, she's here for us today. We'll be right back after this short break with the Dr. Pat Show. baffling.
counseling the medical community. Tune in to the Dr. Pat Show to learn how a 76-year-old woman managed to look 25 years younger by drinking Ashitaba Green, the multifunctional organic whole plant food. What is Ashitaba Green? Why is it so widely used in Japan? How has it changed the lives of others? Meet organic Ashitaba grower Linda Hayano and find out how. Visit ashitabagreen.com or ashitababeauty.com. How do you start your day? Do you tell yourself what a great day it will be? What we say to ourselves inside our own head does matter. Quick start your day in 10 minutes with this CD of positive self-talk that will help you stay in balance all day long. The publisher of New Spirit Journal, Krista Gibson, gives you two unique 10-minute versions of positive self-talk, especially for the person who wants to approach their day in a more uplifted and spiritually-based manner. To order, go to NewSpiritJournal.com and click on Embrace Your Day. Contrary to popular belief, having a baby is not always a happy, glowing experience. Many women develop a variety of mood problems, most often depression. Thankfully, there are many options available to heal or prevent this debilitating condition. Dr. Shoshana Bennett is shining a light on postpartum depression right here on the Dr. Pat Show. So tune in and find out how to help someone you love. For more information about postpartum depression, visit postpartumdepressionhelp.com. We are in a new age of discovery. In the past, science strived to understand physical matter. In the new age, science will strive to understand the energy that creates matter. In the past, all dietary supplements nourish the body. In the new age, dietary supplements will focus on the energy that creates your body. The future is here. Learn about our natural monatomic minerals from Harmonic Enterprises. Move with us to the new age. Call us at 888-667-4300 or visit HarmonicEnterprises.com. Is your soul searching for more? Are you ready for greater spiritual enlightenment? CMS, the College of Metaphysical Studies, is the planet's largest source of metaphysical and spiritual growth. CMS, the leader in the field of metaphysical studies, is dedicated to the service of humankind, offering distance learning courses and free resources. Follow your spiritual path and join the great adventure at cms.edu. That's cms.edu. Hello, this is Sue Newfeld Ellis. In our fast-paced, busy world, my new CD, Serenity Through Meditation, is just what you need. Through Stephen Halpern's sonic music entrainment and my voice, we will comfortably guide your brainwaves to that theta state of deep relaxation. To order your free copies of 25 Stress Reduction Tips, go to quantumhealing.us or call 425-455-4207. More choices, more topics, more shows. One station. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Yes, indeed. Spread your wings and soar right here on the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by... Oh, my very special guest today, wow, is uh, Joanne Bennett Boltinghouse. The book is Yolanda Baby. And as I said earlier, uh, I did open the book, Benny. And as I opened the book and I started to read it, I did start to cry. And it was, it was, it was so interesting to have this interview on the heels of something that happened in my life yesterday that didn't exactly turn out the way that I thought it was. So they always say that you get exactly what you need when you 
when you need it. And it, it was important to be reminded that regardless of outside circumstances, regardless of what people may say or not say, or it, whether or not you've accomplished the next level of what you want to at that time, all of this has to do with learning how to hold your head up high. I mean, Benny played that song by Christina Aguilera uh, about soaring and, and you know spreading your wings and flying and and that is such an important theme and yet it is so difficult to educate our young people and even adults about how that should look you know and that's what you're doing isn't it right i just have this passion for having children really have a good feeling about themselves i i've got a couple of story one little story about twin boys that were um, in my hometown and uh, they were about seven years old when their father who was a doctor died but he had had some health issues so he didn't have insurance so the mother had to go back to work and there were eight children and these twins were the youngest and they were ornery i mean they weren't mean uh-huh. like kids are i mean there wasn't the the big bullying but they were just ornery they were in trouble because they didn't have a dad to direct them and when they were in high school the guidance counselor called them in and said the two of you just need to get go find a job and figure out some kind of a job because neither one of you are ever going to amount to anything now they could have accepted that and gone out and gotten a factory job or something worked at the beef plant or whatever is our local industry but they didn't accept that. And they went on to school, and it took them a couple extra years to get through college. But my husband is a dentist, and one of those young men became a dentist and bought my husband's practice. Wow. The other young wow. man became a physician, came back to Harlan, and is our family physician. Now, these two boys did not accept what was told to them that they were. But they could have just as easily gone the other way. And I, I love that story because that's, for me, I had the same experience when I was younger. And you wouldn't know it today, but as a young person, I couldn't get a sentence out. Every once in a while, like, you know, I have a, a little difficulty. But I would be, um, you, boy, when you stutter, oh, mm. Lord of mercy, there are some things that people will say to you that you cannot even repeat as an adult. And the question is, how much of that are you going to believe? And and it's difficult to hear somebody say to you, pretty much, you're not going to achieve that. That's not going to be your path. Why don't you just do this? Why don't you go out and maybe get married? Because then you'll be taken care of. Right, <laughs> right. Well, and I think the expectations in, in my era, it was... It was not always um, accepted. I mean, you could be a nurse, a teacher, or um, a secretary, and that was about, that was about the options at that time. And I always wanted to teach. I always, I mean, my dolls were the smartest dolls in, in the in, in the country because I, I dressed them up and sat them in their chairs, you know, and they did their times tables and everything but i always wanted to teach but my parents adopted me when they were quite a bit older mm-hmm. and uh my dad just didn't believe that girls needed an education so i i did well in school i got a full scholarship and i did get to go to college but when i got to college i met up with a lot of negativism because i was adopted my parents had always made me feel that i was special that they picked me out and and so i didn't grow up 
at home with any negatives. But people outside the home would say, why do you call them your parents? They're not your parents. And so I went through that. And I couldn't talk to my mother about it because she kind of had her own self-esteem issues. Uh, right. And if I had talked to her about my feelings, I don't think at that point she could have handled it. Mm-hmm. So I kept that all inside. Mm. It wasn't until much, much later that I realized what an impact that had on me of making me feel different. And I've always had to over-excel in order to be thought half as good. And and so we either go one way or the other. Well, Usually, I'm right there with you, though. I mean, at, the, I, in, at some point in time in my life, I thought it was such a burden. And at other points in time, I thought it was such a blessing. And, you know, at some point, you got to get to and say it's all good. But it takes a while to get there. Right, right. And and I think I just read yesterday, I was reading something, and, and it said that the older that you get, the more... You are able to be your true self. Oh, Lord, that, that's it for me. I'm feeling that myself. Uh, and probably being it, having so many planets in Capricorn helps. But what is it about getting older, Joanne? I mean, what is it that happens to us that we're not able to wrap our mind around when we're younger? I think we begin to differentiate in what's really important, what is really important, and what's superficial. I just finished reading a book. Um, a friend of mine um, recommended it to me, and it's called um, Angry Housewives Eating Bonbons. Yes. Have you uh-huh. read that? Yeah. And I thought that was so good, particularly because it was kind of from my era. Yeah. And they started this book club in the 60s, and I started a book club in the 60s. Mm-hmm. So it was very, I could identify with it. But as I progressed through that, I saw how these women matured, and we do begin to see what's really important in the whole scheme of things. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff that we thought was so important when we were 20 or 30. And I guess that's one of my things with, with the children's book is we have so many babies having babies today and they're keeping these babies and they are not they don't have the parenting skills it's still all about them and the children are getting shortchanged along the way and i you know i sometimes i feel frustrated because i feel like i'm preaching to the choir that i'm not reaching the parents i need to reach but if enough you know enough people hear it and and get on my bandwagon with me, pick up the cause, we can make a difference. We can make a difference. And it's important that we know that we can make a difference. One of the parts in the book that, uh, I don't know if this is the part where I just started bawling my eyes, just crying, and you couldn't find the tissues or whatever, um, it was the point where uh, Yolanda was flagged to no longer be a gray Hound, no longer be a racer. Right. Uh, and here you're taking, and what I was struck by is here you're taking a dog that is bred for racing and told you're no longer going to do this. And I guess what this hit for me, I, I'm kind of getting a little bit clear about it. I get the nerve that this hit for me was going through a downsizing experience. I was head of human resources and I had to orchestrate the thing. And going through that experience and getting a sense that, no, this is not okay to do to people. And it was back in 92 when it was just kind of getting getting mm-hmm. in gear. And to look at so many people at that point in time that had worked so long, I mean, people one month away from full retirement, and just that experience where they had given the best that they could give. And I'm I'm just like uh, Yolanda, 
given the best that they could give. And I, and there's a part of me that looked at that, and as well as a situation that happened yesterday. Then Yolanda gets separated and and told that okay, you're not going to be part of this anymore. And, and I read the feelings, so I mm-hmm. want to get clear. The feelings. I'm frightened, even though I lose races. The track is still the only home I know. Oh God, I can't even talk about this now, Benny. Um, I'm getting scared. What if I'm not good at my next job? What will happen to me? Who doesn't think about that, right, Joanne? Right. Amen. I mean, we do. And I just see children today with, um, you know, a parent gets transferred. They move into a new uh, neighborhood, uh, a new city. They don't know anybody. Um, they're they're scared to go to school. When we moved, when I was in seventh grade, we moved from the country into town. My mother couldn't get me out of the house for two weeks because I'd gone to a little one-room country school and all of a sudden I was going to have to go to this big building. I was scared to death. And children go through that. Now they've got maybe a new mom or new dad. And they've got half-brothers, step-brothers, step-sisters, yours, mine, and ours. Kids don't know where they fit into the family. One parent may say, my kids are better than your kids. Your, my kids are better than your kids. And, and so children are faced with a lot more than we were. Even though we have oh. a lot of challenges, they are faced with a lot more, and it's out there for everybody to see. A- exactly. And now we've gone to the level where we are labeling children. And, you know, I've gotten some emails from the listeners because of my viewpoint on ADD and ADHD. And there's a reason that I relate to that, because it's clear that the people in my family think that uh, had ADD and ADHD been around when I was a youngster, that I would have been probably on the highest dose of Ritalin that you could probably find for me. But the point that that I make around that is that are we getting to know these young people and the spirit of who they are? And so are we asking the questions? Are we being there in a way so that they can understand the truth of who they are? And what's interesting is I was on the cell phone coming in this morning and I was on the phone with an 18-year-old, just a astounding young woman and uh, she was she graduated yesterday uh from a school a uh, special school a lewis school in new jersey and it wasn't until two years ago that she got to go to this school but her story reads like yolanda reads like this story and to have her on the phone and congratulate her and to look at what she's accomplished letters to the governor i mean it's amazing and she'll still do a little bit more work it, it brings tears to my eyes to know that sometimes all it takes is us to believe in another person. Right. And for us to realize those differences, those individual different ways of learning, different, you know, some children are auditory, some are, you know, um, I have a granddaughter who who was diagnosed in kindergarten as unable to read mm. and she was in a special program. Clear through high school, had her tests read to her. Um, she was able to, in her junior year, she had enough credits. She graduated a year early with a 3.75 grade point. She's very, very bright. If she heard it, she knew it, but she couldn't read it. Mm-hmm. Well, they did find out what the problem is, which is the Ireland, I-R-L-E-N, the colored overlays, which that's another whole story. But this child could have gone clear off the deep end the other way. They could have put her on all kinds of prescriptions. They did do, you know, the Sylvan Learning and all these different 
things. Right. Now she's in college and she's doing very, very well. And she could have so easily gone off the end of I'm a failure, I can't do this. But she kept the right attitude and... um and so kids learn differently, and we have to make those exceptions. And not just label them ADHD or whatever and, and put them on Ritalin or some other medication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I hear there are a couple of new labels that I don't even know about just yet. I, I just think that medication has got to be the last resort. I, and part of this is regardless of whether, and regardless of what happens, and there are parents that are out there that are just learning about this. I mean, this has been new, finding out and really discovering what's happening. The part to remember in all of this is what you point out so well in the book, love. There is love. I mean, there's a place in the book where I think it's uh, Timothy. Mm-hmm. Timothy, who's taking Yolanda and putting Yolanda in the car to take her off to her new home. And and he says to her, Yolanda, baby, you are going to be a real winner at your new job. How easy is that to say? Boy, you know what I'm saying? How many folks today listening to this show, how many of you are willing to pay that forward? How many of you today, as we get ready to move into this weekend are willing to find someone in your life or someone you meet or someone somewhere in your travels this weekend and pay something forward. Right. And I think the the sincerity of finding something real to move forward mm-hmm. with. Yes. Not not something synthetic or artificial that the person knows that they can see right through it, that they're just trying to make me feel good, but sincerely finding something worthwhile because there is something worthwhile in everyone. I, I love when you go to the website, and I want to make sure everyone has the website, YolandaBaby.com, Y-O-L-A-N-D-A, baby.com. Where are the book, where is the book available? Is it's it just available in all the bookstores. Okay. If they don't have it, they can order it for you. And Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com, and through the uh, my website. And this is a fabulous gift for young people and young people to share with parents, with grandparents as well. Uh, and I know that for me, reading this book, um, it's really really interesting i usually read a lot of the books when i get them but i've had this book for a while in my office as a matter of fact our friends at booth media had sent it along and uh and i had it to read this morning because i it was just one of those things i read every day and i read everybody's book and so i i picked open this book and i started to read it and for me the timeliness of reading this today could not have been better and as I look at this and now look at your website, there are so many things we can do to help ourselves and our self-esteem, isn't there? One of the things you tell us um, is to be proud of what we've done. Right, right. And and that's something that when kids come home from school at night, you'll lots of times say, well, what did you do today? Right. And they'll say, nothing. <laughs> and what did you learn today? Nothing. So we teach them to to ask what did you do today that you're proud of? Now, that came from Lou and Diane Tice at the Pacific Institute here in Seattle. We we totally believe in that program, have been involved with them since the early 80s. And that's something that puts a whole different slant on it. What did you do today that you're proud of? Well, you sort of have to think about it. You don't want to say nothing because surely there's something you're proud of. And it, it just makes children look at it differently and parents look at it differently and we've got to take the time out of our busy day 
so that when we it's almost like we've gotten into uh, auto question auto response it's right. like an auto responder email that you get when you say when somebody's not in the office you get this auto responder like i'm out of the office today i mean it's almost like we've gotten into this this way of being where we ask our children oh how was your day we know they're going to say okay and then we're still multitasking as we're doing it right i had one of my grandchildren one time say to me i was talking i was cooking around in the kitchen and he was jabbering away and pretty soon he said grandma and he came up and put his hands on either side of my face and said look at me when i talk to you and it was like wow you know he needed my attention, and he knew I wasn't paying attention to him. I love that. I tell you, it's that's a little hot button for me that we're having a little meeting today on the Dr. Pat show, a little lunch thing. And one of the things that I'm going to ask everyone to do is when we call each other, when we call each other, that if we're using a headset, we're not doing anything else. Because I know... Uh, and I was on the phone the other day. We were on a conference call, and I can hear somebody in the background. Like, I don't think they like were doing the t- dishes. They or were something. doing the dishes. <laughs> they were. T- <laughs> and I, it was the, it was a potential a guest for the show, and they're doing the dishes, and I'm hearing the thing in the background. They're talking away, and I and I said to Brian afterwards, I said, Brian, were you like doing the dishes, dude, when we were on the call? And he's like, No, I wasn't doing the dishes. And I called I called the guest back. And I said, you know, did you realize you were doing the dishes when you were asking to be on my show? <laughs> it was like, wow. It was like, <laughs> I said, did you? Re-? And she said, oh, my God, I didn't even realize. And I didn't say it in like a really strange way. It was like, did you know that we were listening attentively to you? And basically what we heard was silverware and water running. And I thought. Have we gotten so busy as adults that we're doing this? What are we doing to our children? Right. Well, I heard the other day that um, what a percentage of uh, meals are eaten in the car having driven through a fast food. And that they were saying, well, this particular person was a guest on some show. And she was saying, well, you know, that's an opportunity in the car. You have the children as a captive audience. You can talk to them. And I'm going... Have you ever seen kids in the car? They've got the DVD player on. They've got their iPods on. Mom's on the cell phone. It is not a time of communication. Not to mention, you can't look at them. We're, you know what? We're grooming a generation of people that don't look each other in the eye. It's really interesting because it's no fault of theirs. I, I really believe that this is just part of the way that we have jumped in to the mass level of of processing information. I saw a couple of young mothers out walking their babies in strollers the other day, and 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 they weren't little babies. They were like one or two years old, you know. So you could be conversing with them. And these mothers were on the cell phone as they're pushing the babies around the park and I'm thinking, this is quality time, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, don't even get me started on that. We're going to have to have you back because there's so (laughs) much to talk about. I mean, I didn't even get to talk about what I consider abuse. Uh, And you know, we we had a little bit of it in in the book, but I think you were really kind uh, in, in some ways about how we can speak with each other. Right. I, I want to thank you, Joanne. Uh, Joanne Bennett Boltinghouse is the author of Yolanda Baby. The website 
is YolandaBaby.com. This is so needed. I so appreciate you having this conversation. I look forward to the series of books you're going to create and for you to continue to do the work you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. All right, everyone. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Sue Newfeld Ellis is in the house. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.